Hello, Lisa Jane here. Thanks for joining our seven principles to self-care. So this is our third week, our third principle, where I'm going to be introducing you to the principle of sunlight. Really important stuff, guys, because this is going to actually help with our mind body, make us feel really um, alive and rejuvenated. And I have Bev Greenwood coming on the journey with us today to talk about why sunlight is important and also other questions that I'm going to bring up like how long should we be in the sun and should we be wearing protection and what about our gardens when it comes to the sunlight shifting? I don't know if you're aware but during winter and summer the sun is in a different position. So Bev is a health and well-being educator and I'm going to bring her on and then I'll introduce you to her. Hello, Bev. Thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for asking. I first met you, Bev, a few years ago when I was furthering my studies in beauty therapy. My auntie, who was one of your students, recommended me to see you. And I loved our weekly sessions that we had where you dived deeper and got me to understand more about the skin. However, you are not only into beauty therapy but also health and well-being can you please explain a little bit more about um, the education that you provide for people yes with pleasure thank you for asking um, so my background as you say is is beauty therapy 50 years in fact in beauty therapy wellness and health um, and I've done multiple courses in nutrition and wellness and water and all the sorts of things that one needs to be a healthy, um, wonderful individual in life. So um, that's what I teach my students, um, is to actually be well and to live a, um, a wonderful, healthy life, no matter what they do. So yes. Exactly. And that's exactly what these seven principles are. The series that I've created is to help my members understand that uh, working holistically in helping your mind body is really important so one of the areas today we're going to touch on is sunlight the Sun why it's important how long we should be out there in the Sun should we be wearing protection and also for our gardens to understand uh, this the where the Sun sits as well because I've noticed a huge difference in my garden during winter and, and summer so without further ado we might as well start getting into the importance of Sun what it does for us Good, fire away. Ask the questions. <laughs> or do you want me to just ramble? Yeah, I can ramble. Let's <laughs> ramble because the discussion will be great. So I'll, I'll guide you along and uh, I'll put my hand up where I want to jump into uh, the discussion. So let's okay. start with why, why sun is important for us. Well, we are human beings and it's very difficult for us to actually um, survive without sun, without sunlight. Um, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, people um, become quite sad um, if they don't have the sun. They become quite depressed um, in wintertime. And it's very, very, very well documented that people do get seasonal, um, seasonal sadness, in fact. Um, so without the sun, um, we're doomed. We really are doomed. Um, we, our plants need the sun. We need the sun. So, yeah, it's vital, vital for our well-being. And as a result, sorry, you were going to say something? Yeah, so, um, so the sun's linked with vitamin D. 
then if that's is that absolutely. the case absolutely yes so we need vitamin d for many 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 reasons um you know a long time ago people had rickets and it's not um it's not so uncommon now in fact it's becoming more and more common uh for children to be so deficient in vitamin D that they're getting rickets. So rickets are, are soft bones and malformed bones. But, you know, as I said earlier on a moment ago, people become quite depressed if they don't have the sun. Um, so it's things like osteoporosis, things like depression, um, all of those sort of things are due to a lack of vitamin D and a lack of sunshine. Well, I don't... So, yeah understand it very well because being a beauty therapist now 15 years when i first started uh i was only like 21 so i stayed out of the sun i wasn't educated well and all the girls in the actual uh class would stay out of the sun and by the time i like started meeting all other beauty therapists we were quite like vampires our skin was really white even though we we're beautiful and our skin was like porcelain but a lot of us were feeling quite sad and miserable and we didn't know that um, the sun's so important. We always thought that, oh no, the sun's gonna age our skin, so we need to stay away. So when I fell pregnant with my daughter, I had such a low level of vitamin D that I, my um, integrated medical practitioner prescribed me a compound uh, vitamin D, it was 10,000 units, and you can only buy 1,000 units over the counter of vitamin D. I had to take like 10 of those a day, so we made one capsule, and I, um, felt really, I felt much better, but my daughter was born with very low vitamin D and her legs were bowed. So exactly yep. the same rickets. Um, so my former husband was the one that was told to help with her legs and pull them straight and bend them and pull them. And, and that got, um, that helped, but also I was prescribed vitamin D liquid for her when she was a baby. I started straight away. And as a a new mum, I actually didn't know what was going on. I just listened to what they were saying. And now when I look back, I go, wow, I'm so lucky that um, I had the right support to get me on track. So what happened was, Bev, two years later, being on this compound, 10,000 units, my integrated practitioner said, why don't you just go and buy them over the, uh, um, online? You can buy it. There's a uh, uh, it's called iHerb.com. I think all of us know about it now. And there, there was 5,000 units. She goes, you can go down. And you know what I thought then? No, nah, I'm done with these supplements. I want to know how to increase my vitamin D naturally. And so tell us how can we increase our vitamin D naturally so we can prevent depression. Sure. So um, we live in Australia here. So we know that the sun is very fierce. and we know that if you go out for a long extended period of time, you will get burned. There's no, <laughs> there's no two ways about it. You will get burned. So you actually have to be very aware of that. And depending on uh, what skin type you are, not whether you're oily or dry or whatever, but the fact that whether you're fair or whether you're black, so uh, number one Fitzpatrick to number six Fitzpatrick, um, as to how long you can actually spend in the sun. So if you're a, a very pale person with freckles and blue eyes, then you're probably going to be able to spend about five minutes, five minutes in the sun, that's it, before you will actually get burnt. Whereas if you're a Fitzpatrick six, you can spend all day and not get burnt. So, um, so you have to be very aware of that 
that um, skin typing um, and photo phototyping um, and be aware of that. So what I always say to everybody, you actually take your phone. You take your phone outside with you and you time it and you be very prudent about this. You need to be very, very aware that it will burn you and you need to build up this resistance. So if I'm allowed, I'm just going to tell you just a little, little bit about what actually happens within the skin. So you've got your different layers of your skin and at the very bottom layer of the top layer of your skin, the epidermis, you have a very large uh, cell called the melanocyte. And the melanocyte sits on the basement membrane and it's huge. It's a huge, great big uh, uh, cell with great big arms big arms that are called dendrites and this cell is a factory a factory that actually creates um, melanosomes so the melanosomes are created in the melanocyte and the melanosomes are then transferred to these dendrites to these arms and the melan the dendrites then deposits a little parcel a little package of melanin, which is the, the thing that makes us brown, over each cell next to it. The cell next to it is called a keratinocyte. And when it does that, it actually puts the melanin over the, the nucleus of the keratinocyte. And this then protects that cell from sunburn. And we all have the same number of melanocytes. Doesn't matter whether you're black, gray, green, yellow, I don't care your color. We all have the same number of, dend of, of melanocytes, but it's how many, how, how long the arms are and how many arms. So somebody with a Fitzpatrick of six has many, many more dendrites, more arms, um, and therefore can deposit more melanin to more, more keratinocytes. So when the sun comes down, and it will go down, whether it's UVA or UVB, it will actually go down through the different layers and then hit those, those keratinocytes and then be able to um, make that skin browner or whiter or whatever. So if the, if the person is pale, then um, those those um, keratinocytes will um, be actually protecting those those cells, and it's really amazing. The problem is with all of that is that the darker you are, and more melanin you have, the less likely you are to make vitamin D. Yeah, I. That's the problem. Yes, that I'm is the problem. I, under, I understand that really well because I do have neighbours that um, uh, have dark, very, very dark skin and I have spoken to them about this. And so, yeah, um, we hang out at the park together a lot and when we talk about our moods, they, they say that, yeah, it's very hard for them to build up their vitamin D levels compared to yes, someone is. that is of a fair colour. Um, yep. So, so you can... Sorry, you can, you can spend 10, 15 minutes and get an enormous amount of vitamin D. They have to spend three, two or three hours in the sun to get the same level of vitamin D. And this wonderful campaign of Slip Slop Slap 
has been fantastic for not having skin cancers. Not really, actually, but I'll go into that later at a later date. But anyway, I'll zip my mouth up there. But you know, we there's a lot of people that you know you were saying your your beauty therapy friends were always covering up and everything else, but that's a big problem because then they're going to be vitamin d deficient and when they do go out into the sun they're going to really burn badly it's very very well documented that workers outside the you know builders or brickies or somebody very rarely do they get skin cancer it's people like us who are inside all the time and go out into the sun for a weekend that's the people that get skin cancer so, so to prevent ourselves from forming an illness or disease or condition on the body such as cancer um, it would be best that from now because we're in spring we're starting to um, the weather's warming up the sun's actually becoming going to start becoming stronger it'd be really important now to be getting out every day if we've got really fair skin like you're saying number one Fitzpatrick going out for like five minutes where someone like myself I would probably say I could I can handle about 10 15 minutes and I do in summer go up to 30 minutes a day um, and I lie in the backyard as I show as much skin as I can and when I go to the beach it's a different story but um, we'll talk about that in a second but just to start with uh, to letting our members know for them now to start building that resist uh, resistance was it were you saying so so yes, so when, when they first go out, they really need to be very diligent and maybe only stay literally sort of two, three minutes if they're a Fitzpatrick one. Um, you know, two minutes one side, literally like a, like a cooking person. Two, three minutes one side, two, three minutes the other side. Um, and, and that way they will actually build up their melanin to be resistant. Um, but definitely um, even over summer, don't I personally wouldn't go more than 20 minutes um, 25 minutes and so that's 15 minutes one side 15 minutes the other um, and to really be very very conscious of that and the rest of the time you know um, I know this may be sort of controversial but um, I would still wear a hat when I'm in the Sun I still wear a hat because um, you have stuff in your in your skin called collagen and the sun actually breaks down collagen because there's an enzyme called collagenase and the sun affects that so if you don't want to end up old and crinkly on your face then you need to wear a hat i i'm not an advocate of sunscreen i, I, I wear a hat I understand about the hat because if we're outside for 15 minutes, one sign flipping over, I wouldn't wear a hat and I wouldn't wear glasses. I would allow it, but that is it for the day. For the rest of the day, yes, I'll be wearing big hats and baseball caps. And, um, but yeah, definitely um, I keep my face uh, uh, out in the sun. However, now let's get into what shall we be wearing after we've spent our 15 minutes like a rotisserie chicken one side to the other yeah. side um, absorbing the, the sun rays to build the vitamin D what about for the rest of the day if we're going to be oh, we don't have a hat to wear what about sunglasses what are your thoughts around wearing sunglasses look I'm so I'm going to go back that Lisa you're you're young and gorgeous I'm older 
I definitely, no matter whether I'm in the sun for five minutes or 15, I still wear a hat. That's me. So you, when you're, when you're you sun baking outside, yes, I still wear a hat. Cover. Oh, okay. Yes, I still wear a hat. So when I'm lying flat on my back, my hat is over my face. I don't, because I'm, I'm older than you, I, I don't want more crinkles and wrinkles. So um, when I was younger, oh my gosh, I sunbathed all day, every day. But now I'm paying the price. Okay, so um, I do know that um, the damage we've done as children come up when we're, when we're adults. So um, I would... And it comes and bites you on the bum. It does. I know. Um, I definitely, you can't see it now because I've done a lot of um, skin therapy on it. But when I was little, I got sunburnt a lot here. And um, maybe we all did. I've got broken capillaries all through there. So um, now I've taught, say, well, I've got, I'm a mum now. So now I'm very careful with my child, the, the, her, her, ten, her young, her youthful years, to be very, very careful. Um, because it does, it comes up later. Like any kind of scarring on your skin as a child, it, people might go, oh, no, don't worry about it. But yes, you become an adult and those scars be, look, start to look deeper and deeper as we age. So we do have to be yes. more careful with the sun. Okay. So, yes. so, um, Personally, me, I still wear a, a hat. All right. Okay. So uh, apart from that, um, if I'm in the sun, I will wear light clothing um, over my, if I'm in there for more than half an hour, I'm going to wear light, light clothing so that I don't have to wear a sunscreen. I'm very, mm, I don't like sunscreens. Um, if I do, then it would be a zinc type or a titanium um, diox uh, dioxide, something like that, a, an actual physical barrier rather than a chemical barrier. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one for the chemical barrier, but I'm much, much more a physical barrier. So the physical barrier, um, so I'll reverse, the chemical barrier actually allows the sun to be absorbed and then thrown off, um, whereas the physical barrier actually reflects it. So that's the difference between the two. So, um, and the physical one, I much, much prefer rather than the chemical one. And so where would you put, because um, I use coconut oil, like actual proper organic cooking coconut oil on my skin when I go to the beach. Uh, I have done some research and found grapeseed oil and carrot, um, carrot oil is also quite mm -hmm. high up there with the SPF. Are they, are they barriers or are they chemical? No, they're not chemical. Um, well, the... the because the carrot actually has vitamin A in it, um, it will certainly help in that regard. Um, but the grapeseed, I'm not sure of what is actually in it, so I can't give you an honest answer there. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I've certainly heard that um, the coconut oil will be a barrier. And obviously, because it's an oil, it is going to act like a chemical. It's not, I mean, it is a chemical. I mean, water is a chemical, but, um, but, uh, um, but I think what you mean by the coconut oil will do like, uh, in a way the sun rays will absorb and yes. bounce off rather than the, the, uh, the zinc or the titanium dioxide will be the ones that will actually protect. So we'll just reflect off straight away. So yes. I have noticed exactly. with the coconut oil, I have noticed that I still, I still tan, but I could wear it all day long at the beach. I apply it once or twice 
and I don't get burnt at all. I haven't had any problems. Um, and yeah. I love the feeling because when I go jump in the shower afterwards, the sand actually comes off really easily as well. Yeah. Yes. And of course, being the environmentalist that I am, the thought of having all those chemicals, not, not the coconut, but all the, the nasty chemicals going into the sea and, and affecting all the, the sea life doesn't fill me with joy either. <laughs> no, and that's going yeah. into our system as well. So why would yes, we buy? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. So um, going back to the amount of time that you need to spend in the sun, um, obviously when you're young you need to be very aware but as you grow older you actually need to be in the sun longer to make the same amount of vitamin d so um so somebody that is pre is young for example um might really sort of only sort of spend say 15 20 minutes but somebody older would actually really need to spend about two or three times that amount of time to get that same amount of level of vitamin D. Um, and obviously when you're older, um, you're not wanting to um, show as much flesh. So that's also a problem. So <laughs> the elderly need to be able to get their clothes off as, as much. <laughs> so what about the eyes then? Do we absorb vitamin D, the sun through the eyes and that, does that help with vitamin D? Yes, because, because there's melanin in the eye. So yes, then, yes. So I'm not a great advocate of, of, sun, of sunglasses, um, but once again, um, you know, both Don Tolman and, and Tyler do sun gazing. Um, and that's another, another topic altogether. So, um, yeah, I'm not, as I said, I'm not a great advocate. I would much rather wear a hat and shield my eyes that way than wear sunglasses. Well, I lost my sunglasses a year ago exactly. I don't know where I put them and I love those Ray-Bans. They cost me a fortune. But I do believe that it was the universe talking to me saying, give it a go because I have heard about not wearing sunglasses and I did. I was really worried about my my line that keeps growing through here which actually yeah. which actually ref, uh, represents my liver so uh, that's a that's another area we can talk about another time but i i was really worried i thought because i'm always squinting however since doing liver flushes and eating healthier and drinking more water and following a plant-based diet and also i do do skin needling as well in that area i've taken on dermavigils and thank you bev you got me onto that i i did i finally got onto it <laughs> and so I have noticed that the line hasn't grown um, anymore so my fear about the sun um, aging me in that area uh, was was that that's what it was it was only a fear because I didn't know I was un, I was not knowledgeable so I haven't even thought about buying sunglasses and in fact last week someone handed me their sunglasses for a photo shoot and when I put them on it felt really uncomfortable I was like no 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 thanks I'm happy without them it just felt heavy yeah. on my face and uh, I didn't like the feeling pushing down on my nose. So I've, I've actually gotten very used to now. At the beginning was hard. So uh, the first week or so I got a lot of headaches uh, being out in the sun because it was October. But I, I, I worked through it. I drank lots of water and had a lot of juices to help flush out that, that migraine that the top, well, it might have been toxins in my system that was triggered. So I got rid of that. Um, so I, I'm just suggesting here for our members that are, are watching and are listening, that maybe if they are 
a long use, long term glass wearer, maybe to slowly start, well, not wearing them all the time. I mean, some people wear them when they're driving. Um, yeah. Get rid of the glare. Yeah, I totally understand I think, that. Yeah. Yes. And there are definitely times when you do need to wear sunglasses. So if you're driving and the, and the sun is coming directly at you, definitely wear, wear sunglasses. Um, if you're actually at the beach and the glare of the water um, is coming into your eyes, definitely wear sunglasses if that's what you, what, if that's what you need. What about, going, what about doing walks? Like when people do their group walks in the morning when you're going? No. No. No, 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 no. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I believe so too. Take off those sunglasses. Like you said, maybe wear a big hat or a baseball cap um, yep. and allow, yeah, allow when you're looking up at the sun. I do that. I, I haven't got into the sun gazing as much because when I do, I actually sneeze a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I know where, yes. where the time is coming from. <laughs> yes. But I mean, sun gazing is is an art and and people need to know how to do it it is only at sunrise and sunset never at any other time well so, that yes. makes sense because i didn't know that so thank you for letting me know all right it's a pleasure yes only literally as the sun is coming up over the horizon that's when you do it or when it's going down that's so it that that's would the be, only time that would be on an energetic level that would be absolutely amazing because when the Fine. sun's rising, it does make you feel like when you watch the sun rise and you get up really early in the morning and you sit there, it's quite romantic. But the energy is beautiful. And even when the sun's coming down, that's probably my most, uh, the best part of my day would be when the sun's starting to come down. And I love yeah. that feeling. So yeah, I'm going to start heading outside. Instead of staying in the kitchen washing my dishes at that time, I'm going to go outside and, <laughs> and watch the sun yeah. go down. It's, yeah, it's lovely. It's really lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so we've covered some points there to know that, you know, how long to be out in the sun, that it's going to increase our vitamin D. So what about um, the, the uh, timeframes when we should be doing this to absorb vitamin D? Do we just do it all year round or is there a specific season that we should be doing it? Yes. Yeah, so um, first of all, um, if you, people used to say, don't ever go out into the sun between 11 o'clock and three o'clock. Don't do it. Now, we know absolutely, for an absolute fact, all the science is now saying, get your clothes off. Round about 11 o'clock to about two o'clock, get your clothes off, go in the sun. That's when you do it. That's when you do your five minutes or your 10 minutes or your 15 minutes or whatever you're doing. I actually do it at midday. At midday, I take my clothes off, I go and lie in my garden. Nobody can see me, so it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've that, actually, I've had to, well, I had, I had really good a private area, but I cut a tree and now our neighbours can see. So I just go put a bikini on or a boob tube and some underwear yeah. and I'm fine. Yeah. Um, and if I know my neighbours are out, I will, I will take it off. Um, so yeah. I go when, <laughs> what I find, I actually, like I go at that time too, around midday, but I find I go when my shadow is the shortest. Of course, yes. So, um, so if you can, I mean, obviously, uh, vitamin D is accumulative. It, it's stored in the liver and it is accumulative. So if you can build up um, from spring through to 
when you when you can sort of go out into the sun and it actually still feels comfortable, uh, it's not too cold, that's when you do your sunbathing. So from, from as early as possible in spring to as late as possible in autumn, and you're not sort of freezing your, your little sort of self to, to bits, that, that's when you go into the sun. Well, that's Obviously you're not going to, sorry. Obviously you're not going to uh, stay out there um, and you're not actually going to be getting vitamin D. Um, so even if the sun, so for example, pollution actually stops the sun ray, sun's rays from getting through to us. So if there's pollution, that's when people get vitamin D deficient. So I feel so sorry for, I've been to China a few times and there's no sun. And it's no wonder they're all vitamin D deficient. I feel so sorry for them. Here in Australia, I'm looking out at my garden here and it's just, it's divine. We have so much clean air. We're very, very blessed. Yes. So, so we should so take That's important. Yeah. And we should really not take our lifestyle for granted. We should take advantage of absolutely absolutely yes we're very very blessed and when you said the time frame from like um spring to autumn that just got me thinking about the equinox when we have the spring equinox and the autumn equinox so for the people that don't know about the equinox what happens is um the earth shifts and tilts um away so the earth goes away from the sun during winter time and then it shifts and turns towards the sun in springtime so that's why we start noticing a difference in our weather as well it's such an amazing science what what the earth does um so that's what i do now i know when it's spring equinox that's the moment i go yep i've got to get naked and out in the sun and then when in autumn time yeah you do start to feel a little bit chilly you're like yep it's this the autumn equinox now we can um, and then from from that time say autumn through to winter, I don't go out in the sun like that. I don't. I just do my normal watering. I go for walks yeah. normal, and I did it for the first time ever properly. I, I last year from sp uh, spring, I did October, November, December, January, February, March, and this year for the first time in winter, I did not have depression. I did not feel gloom. I did not wake up in the morning saying to myself, "Are you okay?" I, I didn't have those moments of um, panic or falling into a rut or feeling stagnant. And I'm really blessed that I was able to be taught this, Bev. Um, so now I want to be able to share with other people how to dunk that funky feeling. Um, by, yeah. the, other, the other thing, of course, is nothing to do with sunshine, but except it is, the more you walk in the sunshine, the more or the less depressed you will be because the walking actually through, through the air allows us to be energetic as because we're an electrical creature and so walking through through the air um, and allowing that those those wonderful hormones to 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 be um, you will actually um, kick in those endorphins and uh, and be less depressed yes so that, I've noticed that. and I've noticed with my clients as well when I help them to do a fun activity after they finish work. So I, I teach people the 24 hour cheese cycle and at five o'clock, it's really important to stop working and do a fun activity like going for a walk, take your dog for a walk or go do dancing, anything that's gonna make yep. you laugh and move through 
like you said, move through the air, through the elements. Um, and they have actually come back to me telling me that they actually feel a lot more happier. So, oh, I'm absolutely. Yeah. And this oh, is very, very important. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Bev. This is it. This has been very informative and I, I, I love having this chat with you and we'll have to do it again sometime. We can be a little bit more uh, in depth with some other areas that you mentioned before about the um, about uh, conditions and illnesses on the body where we can try and prevent for health and well-being as well. It's my pleasure. All right. Thank you so much for asking me. You're welcome. And everyone that's watching, I will put up a link of Bev's business page that you can um, follow. And she has so much beautiful information there to help you become the best version of yourself. Thanks again, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.